The book of Genesis, chapter number 6, verse 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. The message translation, God saw that human evil was out of control. People thought evil, imagined evil, 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 evil from morning to night. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We ask you to bring this word alive in our hearts. For the same Holy Spirit that inspired these words now dwell in us. Teach our spirits that we can be like you. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to address you today from a subject, stinking thinking. I've chosen this topic because many in the world of Christendom have adopted the thinking of the world rather than the thinking Christ have commanded. The term imagination and thought in the original language meant to frame, to invent, to purpose. Evil imaginations or thoughts came about because man allowed himself to be, to be bamboozled by the devil. In the book of Genesis, chapter number 3, verse number 8, they heard the voice of God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. It was at this point that man imprisoned himself in his own thinking. I submit to you, brothers and sisters, that we too have become prisoners of our own stinking thinking. Our thinking or our imagination have created problems that we can't solve, rivers that we cannot cross, mountains that we cannot climb, bills we cannot pay, and even things that we cannot have. Our narrow thinking have put God in a little tube and made him impotent to help or deliver us from our trouble. We can see problems, but we don't see Jesus. We can see our bills, but we don't see Jesus. We can see our sickness, 
but we don't see the healer, Jesus. May I say it's not so much that our troubles are all that great, but we have exalted them to be greater even than God. We have exalted our problems to be greater than God. I think there's a scripture in the book of Proverbs. I think it's chapter 23, verse 7. I could be wrong. I know, my, I know the text is right, though. And as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Look at your neighbor. And say, you are, you are. Where, you are. where you are because of the way you've been thinking. Is it stinking? <laughs> I'm reminded of the story about a young man who was with the prophet on the mountainside. And the king of Assyria had questioned why was it that every time they discussed something, the king of Israel always knew ahead of time. And so they say, well, the reason why it is because this, they got a man in that place and he's Elijah. And, and, and every time you say something in your bedchamber, he done already told the king of Israel. And so the king of Assyria, he decided that I'm going to find out where he is and I'm going to trap him. I don't know whether y'all know it or not, but the devil wanted to trap you. He wanted to trap you. How many of y'all know the devil wanted to trap you? Do you know how powerful you are? Most of the time, we don't realize how powerful we are. We become subject to stinking thinking. And as a result of becoming victims of the way we've been thinking, we have a tendency of marring the image that God has made. I want somebody here that feels real courageous just to stand up and say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, y'all didn't have the right attitude. I'm not talking about somebody out of a, a crackerjack box. I'm talking about people that's out of the mind of God. The creator of the earth. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Made. All right, now you can sit back down. I think sometimes the reason why we become so trifling is because we just don't know who we are. Stinking thinking. And we create all of this stress 
that we now have. Stressed out to the point you can hardly make it. This young man was there on the mountainside and he could see all of these chariots surrounding the mountain. He stressed himself out. I would ask y'all, but I don't want nobody lying in here today. How many of y'all stress yourself out on this week because of your stinking thinking? So this young man was there. He interrupted the prayer of the prophets and said, look at all these people around us. And his stinking thinking blinded his eyes to the host of God that outnumbered the enemy. I wonder, can you tell somebody now who is for me? Outnumber my enemy. I got more going for me than against me. Hallelujah. You know, once you get your thinking right, you become comfortable where you are. But most of the time, we are so uncomfortable because of the monsters that we created. We create monsters that we can't kill because it's in our mind. And I tell you, the mind is a terrible thing to get a monster in. When you start thinking, amen, that you can't make it, And then once you start thinking it, you come in line with whatever it is that you're thinking. But this young man, amen, Elijah said, look around you, boy. Amen, they that are for us is far greater than those that are around us. The Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace. These boys was in the fiery furnace, but they won't stress. Can you imagine being in a fiery furnace? furnace not stressed they weren't stressed because they didn't have stinking thinking their minds were clear you got to have a clear mind to see God you can't have your mind confused with doubts thinking that God ain't going to do it but they had no doubt in their mind the God that saw me going to furnace going in there with me When the church realizes that when you're in trouble, God is in trouble with you. And if God is with you, it ain't no trouble. So they were in the fiery furnace. They looked in the fiery furnace and said, well, I know we put in three, but I see somebody else in the furnace. And he looked just like the son of God. I want y'all to know that whenever you go into trouble, God go into trouble with you. Amen. And when he goes in trouble with you, he took the T out of trouble. And amen, if we can just believe God, God got you where he wants you to be because he wants to work a miracle for you. Uh, my mind go back, uh, I think it was on the Sea of Galilee one day. When the disciples was on the boat and uh, Jesus had gone back in the back part of the ship and went to sleep. 
and those disciples got in a tizzy. They said, Lord, uh, the wind is blowing. And uh, they, they said, well, uh, they didn't realize the God that was able to feed 5,000 people which was 20,000 counting women and children was able to calm the storm. But in their stinking thinking, they were thinking we're going to die today. But somebody had, they went back there and woke up Jesus and they asked the same question that you were asking. Lord, don't you care that we perish? And God looked at him and rebuked him. Don't you know I'm on the ship? If I'm on the ship, no, no waves can swallow me. And amen. God got up and rebuked the wind in their lives. And God brought their stinking thinking into line with real thinking. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Now, we want to get to the place now that we can get our thinking together. Don't let anybody, just anybody talk to you. When it comes to you with their stinking conversation, stop them. Stinking conversation brings on Stinking thinking. Tell them I can't stink. Touching the person, just practice right now. The person that's right beside you. Say, tell them I can't stink. Now I told you that thinking in imagination. What it does, it causes you to frame things. So when a trouble comes, the way you think frames the trouble. And in the framing, if you don't frame it right, you're going to frame yourself in there. And the devil... It's after your mind. Because he knows if he gets your mind, he got you. But when you can get to give your mind to God and start thinking the way God thinks, the devil don't have a chance in your life. You know the reason why the devil keeps shooting stuff at your mind? Because he knows you've been eating it. Evil communication, corrupt good, and give you you know the reason why the man laid at the gates or by the side of the pool for 38 years? He only tried one time to get up. He couldn't get up that time. He needs to stay there. His mind became poisoned and started stinking. And he laid there for 38 years. Touching him and say, how long you been like you are? Ask him, say, how long you'll keep on going into this depression? 
Ask him again. Say, say, I don't mean no harm. But how often are you going to keep on visiting Stupidville? Tell him God needs some great men and women. Will you be one of them? Y'all remember the story about the, the little train that was going up the hill? He started off saying, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. And then he climbed up a little bit further. He said, I know I can. I know I can. And, and what we need to do I'm praying for you to make it and you telling me, Pastor, I don't think I can make it. But I want somebody to say, I think I can make it. I might not have gone this way before, but I think I can make it. Is is there anybody here now that think you can make it? And what the devil does he hits you one time, and sometimes the one time thought lasts your whole lifetime. So what you got to do is break yourself out of being to that place I don't have. Get to the place that you can say, I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. Won't you try that? I can do all things. Through Christ that strengthened me. Because he wants you to do the small thing, you can do the next thing. Then you can do the next thing. It don't come overnight, but step by step. I think I can make it. I think I can make it. I think I can make it. Getting away from thinking, thinking. Amen. Look at somebody right now and say, I love you. I love you to life. But I'll never get enough in my heart against you or nobody else to have stinking thinking. Before I do that, I'll forgive you. What the devil wants to do is take the mighty giants and he wants to slay you. Do you know the reason why David was able to defeat Goliath? The reason why he was able to do it was because he had slew a lion stretched out 13 feet. He had slew a bear stretched out 13 feet. Goliath was 13 feet. If I kill the lion, if I kill the bear, I'm thinking I'm bringing you down. He said, you come against me with swords and spears, but I come against you in the name of the Lord. Guess what? You have the same power that David had. Matter of fact, you are greater than David. You're greater than David. You know why? Because God told me. He said 
Those that are born of women, there is none greater than John the Baptist. But he said in the kingdom, the least in the kingdom, the least filled with the Holy Ghost speaking the tongue as the Spirit of God give us is greater than John the Baptist. Can somebody jump to your feet and say, I'm greater, I'm greater, I'm greater. I'm greater, I'm greater, I'm greater. Somebody say, I can move mountain. I can solve my problems. God has given me the ability. Matter of fact, I'll help you if you let me. We're getting away from the stinking, stinking that caused you to be impotent without power. Can't do nothing. Can't go nowhere. I don't care what the economy is. My thinking is I can make it. I don't care what the economy said. If I need a car, I'm going to buy me a car. I don't care what the economy said. If I need a house, I'm going to buy me a house. I'm going to... Can somebody tell the truth and jump to your feet and say, I'm going to stop stinking. I'm believing God for a miracle. I'm believing God for a miracle. Turn around. This somebody just turn around and say, look how good I look. Look how good I look. Ask them, don't I look good? Don't I look good? 